Okay, my precious peaches. Thank you so much for listening in to Tell Email. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you tune in from. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Email Henry. Thanks. Okay, well, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Tell Email. This beautiful soul is like, when I tell y'all, I see her posts, I read them, and maybe I have to join her group because everything is like soul stirring. Like, I'm like, is she preaching? Or is this just like a regular post? Does she do this all the time? I remember one year we didn't get raises, and it was no problem. Next year, you know, we were allowed to get raises, and I got two big, giant pennies. And I was just done. I didn't know what to do. So I tried to look for jobs and people were just not hiring me, I guess, because I really didn't have a lot of skills. I just knew this one job that I worked for for a long time. So I moved away. I really had to move away and quit that job before I actually started my transformation. And I realized that, yes, I had been in counseling, but I needed something else. And that something else was a coach. So I started my journey on searching for a coach. So I saw this wonderful lady online. And she was really good. She dropped bomb a lot. And I was like, okay, God, I need you to give me someone who I can relate to, someone who can be easy on me, someone who I can just like really dig. Like, I just need somebody that's really going to help me. And while I was watching this lady, she actually referred her audience to my now coach and mentor, Justine Michelle. And so while I was in this group, like, when I tell y'all, my life turned around, like, I did a 360. And I was so grateful. And while I was in one of the masterminds, I met this beautiful soul, Cassandra. And when I tell you, like, she is a bomb, Oh, have to check her out. So, I want to introduce you all to Cash. So, tell me, Cash, how are you? Well, thank you, my dear, for having me on here. I'm doing great. <laughs> yes, I I was just like nervous. Like when I was in the group, I posted. I was like, anybody want to be on? my podcast and she was like sure and I was like oh yes I'm excited <laughs> so <laughs> that when you said yes and also you guys she has a very infectious laugh so hopefully oh my gosh everybody <laughs> so we all can laugh she has one of those laughs like you might not even know what she's talking about but when you hear her laugh you want to laugh too <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so for our audience tell the people who Cass is. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Cassandra Austin McDonald, and most call me Cass for short. And I am a mentor, a coach, a speaker, and I work with empathic, professional, and executive women to activate your power so you're creating the life, love, and legacy of your dreams. And I fell madly in love with this work 
many years ago, and I'm sure we're going to dive deep on this episode, but in short, uh, I, I love what I do and I'm brilliant at it. <laughs> and it took a, it took a lot of years to get to the point of owning that. So I'm really happy to be here and share more about who I am and what I stand for here. Awesome. So tell me when in your journey, did you start to shift to coaching? It's interesting. I was actually being interviewed not too long before our recording here. And she asked me the same question. I used to work with juvenile and adult offenders and I would do crisis management, um, case management. And at the time, the clients I was working with were court ordered by the judge to work with me because they had either committed an offense or a crime due to trauma, addiction, uh, behavioral issues. And there was a moment in my journey where I started to experience my own transformation because I had been investing in myself. I was going to seminars and retreats and workshops and had been hiring coaches. And I started wondering like, what would it be like to work with people who actually want to do this work? Not because they were forced by the judge. <laughs> and so eventually that's what led to me coaching. And ironically, I found I was already coaching anyway, both at my day job, but I also was a natural hair care specialist at the time. And I found myself coaching women in my chair. And so I had been coaching most of my life and didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Yes, I can certainly relate to that. Let me tell you, I was so, I was depressed at the time that I worked at this shelter. I worked at a domestic violence shelter. And when I tell you, I didn't even have time to like heal. I was in therapy, but I just did not have, I had to show up for other people and I didn't mm. have the time to show up for me. Like I was just working out of, fear and working out of like this low place, but I would push myself to the, to like the extreme. And I believe that even though I had burnt out, I worked in that burnt out, um, just like status for the longest. So that's why I just like, I couldn't take anymore. I just quit. Like mm. I was already out of the situation. Um, I had to move to another environment to realize, okay, you cannot ever, ever go back so yeah. um like with that being said like I hear you saying how you had you had been coaching like the people in your chair so at the time like did you feel like okay I'm I'm coaching family I'm coaching friends I'm coaching co-workers like did it come out like with everybody or oh just, yeah just like clientele well, oh yeah friends were coming to me for relationship advice uh it, everyone saw my transformation, but not only that, people have just always felt safe to share things with me. And I, I believe it's just part of who I am and my calling and my gift. And I just started to pay more attention to that and notice like, I'm actually doing this all the time. This could actually be my calling and I could make a career out of it. Awesome. So with you saying that, like, are there any like tips, maybe like three tips that you can share with the audience today on self-care? Mm, I love self-care. That's one of my favorite topics. So the, for me, I have an approach to self-care that's not very popular. 
And I say that because I find a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what they think self-care is. They think self-care is bubble baths and uh, facials and massages and looking cute. (laughs) And I'm like, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But self-care is taking care of the self, you as a person, mind, body, spirit. And so three, I would say, your mental, you know, are you are you being mindful of your thoughts, your physical? Are you being mindful of your energetic capacity, of your energy, of your vitality, of your well-being? And then thirdly, are you cultivating a spiritual connection with whatever? I believe in the creator. I don't know what other people's beliefs are, but I believe part of the issue with self-care is people just approach it surface level. But as human beings, we are so complex. There are so many aspects of who we are. We have a mind, we have a heart, we have a soul, we have a body. And so self-care is like, are you taking care of all of you and not just your surface self, your aesthetics, your physical self, but all of you? Indeed. So while I was watching that coach, I actually said a prayer to God. I was like, God, you got to send me somebody. and when the person referred me to Christine, like I could feel the energy coming from her, right? When I was watching her video, I went to, I think it was like a YouTube video. She was sitting by the pool in Tampa. She doesn't even remember the video. I was like, you don't remember that video you did? She's like, no. So I knew that I had to do something for me that really tapped into what I believed in as far as for myself and my healing. And it took a lot for me because I had been conditioned to like not praise myself, not see myself as worthy, just see myself as another number, like a robot just operating day by day. And I would pray to God, like going into work, I would have to put on the entire armor of God before I went into this job. Mm. And if I missed, um, of a Bible verse, because I would like go in, go straight to my desk and read a Bible verse. And that would just lead my entire day. And if I didn't do that, it would be total chaos. Like I would leave drained and just like depleted, hardly even able to drive home. Like there were some days I would be in the car and I wouldn't even remember how I got home. Of course I would like the same way, but I just didn't remember going through like the highway. So with that, like what's your why behind helping people reinvent themselves? I would say there's two parts to that. The first part is I watched my mother lose herself growing up. And when you're a little girl who once looked up to her mother, but then you watch her lose herself to a dysfunctional relationship and overworking and then health issues because she wasn't taking care of herself. I really took an interest in what did it mean to be a whole woman? Like it started as in childhood because I literally watched my mom go from this woman who was well put together and took care of herself and was gorgeous to slowly letting herself go. And that stuck with me. And so when I was a young woman as a single mom raising my son, I never forgot that. 
And eventually I started my own path of facing some of my own traumas that I experienced growing up. And that led me down this path of first self-love and inner healing, and then spirituality and manifestation. And I started manifesting miracles and my husband and like so many beautiful things in my life. And I, I became a whole new woman, which is my, my signature offer. And my why is that I know that if I can experience that transformation and I'm constantly growing and evolving, cause I believe it's a lifelong journey. Anyone can. And I believe that we all have, I call it our sacred self. We all have this divine sacred part of ourself that is just waiting to emerge and to be unleashed and to be fully expressed. And it brings me nothing but joy to watch a woman take off these layers that do not belong to her and step fully into who she really is and claim herself and step into her power and go create beautiful relationships or a beautiful life or go to the next level in her business. It is the most beautiful thing to watch. And so my why is just being witness of someone's evolution. It's literally like watching the caterpillar go into the chrysalis and turn into goop and then form into a butterfly and break free from the cocoon and take off and fly. Like I'm witnessing that whole transformation and and it's a beautiful part of the journey to witness and, and be a part of. Indeed. And I think that's why I stayed at that job so long because we would bring people in that were like totally broken. And I would tell them in group, I would say, you know, I want a mini mansion and a in a luxury car, but I can't get that because I'm here with you and I'm gonna be here with you and I'm gonna mm-hmm. fight with you so that we can help you become a better person to move on, to know your worth. So just seeing those people come in broken and by the time they left, like they had a new place and new jobs, some of them, it was a beautiful thing to see. So I definitely can relate to that. But yeah. I noticed you talk about um, like with the transformation, you're, you're talking about the physical. And I wanted to just piggyback off of that because um, once I got out of the situation and I moved and things started opening up for me, I wasn't really big into manifestation. But as I, you know, went along with the journey, it came in and it just like, everything just kind of turned around and I started manifesting stuff that I didn't even believe in. I would just say stuff out of my mouth and it would just like come come to fruition. And um, I was more like physically active. And I think like on the last podcast, I tell people how I was 242 pounds, couldn't move it. It would Mm. not go anywhere. Got over to this space, changed things, listened to different things, you know, to help my mental And then I got physical and I dropped down to 216, like in no time, like without even realizing it. So with that being said, can you tell us what type of martial arts that you said? Because I see you, I'm peeping at you now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I actually have been studying uh, Qigong. It's a ancient Chinese practice for cultivating energy. And so chi is for energy cultivation. And it's really to help support your vitality, your well being, because when we are in a very high vibrational frequency, we become a match for the things that we desire, whether if it's 
more love or more abundance or more joy or more bliss or more peace, whatever, whatever it is you're seeking. And I found that after I had done a lot of um, the trauma work, that the next evolution I was looking for was how do I start to live my life in a place of peace and joy and bliss daily as my normal and not because of circumstances, not because of something outside of myself, but because of what I'm cultivating from within. And that's what Qigong has been doing for me. And so it's it's just been a, a an additional tool in my toolbox now to support the way that I desire to live, which is a fulfilled woman, you know, and I love it. I love it. Awesome. So me and my kids, we studied Kotana Karate. And we had this little tiny school. It, I promise you, there hadn't been more than like 10 kids. And like, I had three of them. So it wasn't like a, a big school. But the grandmaster there just really believed in us and believed in the school. And we found ourselves like in the middle of tournaments. Not me, but the kids fought. I just kind of like just started practicing, <laughs> but um, I didn't like do the tournament style because I was not fighting anyone because I am not a fighter like that. But I can't, I can't really say that because now that I know what I need to, I would do it if I had to. <laughs> but um, it was a, a great experience. But I remember how small the school was, and no matter where we went, like. The kids would always get number one trophies and they wound up being like state champions. And I was just like surprised because we weren't even in there that long. Like, I think this was like within a year's time. So mm -hmm. I knew how important that was and how important it was to move. But when I tell you, I was in the best shape of my life when I was taking those courses with them. And I got up to like a yellow belt. And then the school closed. So that's probably, you know, something that I probably need to get back into because I really loved it, even though, um, you know, I've been in a car accident and I can't move mm -hmm. a lot now, but I would definitely like join. But I'm trying to like work this weight down as I go because I don't want to put too much on my my spine since I have all these like broken fractures and stuff in it so well qi, qigong is really great for for healing yes and I like I can tell by your poses that it's gentle and yes I I that's why I like it okay so uh have you posted videos or just pictures um I posted one picture and one video but I'm not really like I kind of pulled back from it because in my marketing and branding I, I've kind of pivoting in some ways and shifting some things around. And so I was like, I'm not going to put everything I do out there on the internet streets. You're going to have to come over to me and find out what I do. <laughs> okay. Well, let me say this. I thank you for posting because I would have never, ever known. So <laughs> can you tell us the concept behind the Grow Through It podcast? I love it. Yes. So I actually started the Grow Through It podcast in 2018. And I was petrified. I was so afraid because at the time I had started to notice I was having a lot of performance anxiety. And so before I would go on stages to speak, I would literally practically have panic attacks and really bad anxiety. And the way that I was challenging myself to work through it was, well, if I start a podcast 
and I'm frequently having to speak and, you know, talk to my audience and my listeners, that can help me with getting more comfortable with speaking in front of people. I was trying to figure out like what exactly is causing so much anxiety when I speak in front of other people. And so growth through it came to me because I was like, I'm growing through something right now. And eventually my audience is going to see me get to the other side. And so the concept behind grow through it was that we're always starting somewhere and we go through this process and this journey to get to the other side of being, doing, or having the thing that we were desiring to, to create. And so I like to share my own stories and the stories of others who have grown through different experiences as we are all creating the life, love, and legacy of our dreams. And so there are currently two volumes. Volume one, I believe is episode one through like one. 23, I believe. And then volume two starts at 124. And the reason I split it up is because volume one has a lot of like inner child healing, trauma work, um, different relationships and things like that conversations. And volume two, I'm going to start talking more about entrepreneurship, money, leadership, feminine womanhood, embodiment, things like that. So I'm just elevating the conversation. Awesome. So y'all hear her say that she had this anxiety. Now, this lady is a motivational speaker, and I have seen her in her courses, and she gets down. So <laughs> for you to start like that, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's an amazing way to like build yourself up, which is yeah. what I'm doing, basically, because I have been there, honey. I have had jobs where... Some of the qualifications, you know, you would have to do like public speaking. And I was like, um, can y'all count me out on that one? I can do everything else on that one. I don't want to yeah. talk to people. So, but I'm more like a one-on-one -on -one person. But if I have to do it, you know, I will get up there and, and put a little something together. So I'm still working on that myself. So I can totally understand that. But uh, another thing I found out by doing my research like because you know people don't usually come up to me and say hey I'm in a sorority or whatever so when I saw that you were in a sorority I told my my boss I was like I can't believe this because she was telling me oh if you pledge you know what your pledge is now my whole entire family they pledge delta so she was like mm. no ma'am no, ma so she said um I want you to watch this movie uh because I had a to go to Vegas for a trip and she said they have it on the plane and it's called um is it 21 pearls it's something pearls there's mm -hmm. a documentary on aka I can't think of the name of it but anyway I get on the plane and you know I get set and already just like set up everything and I sit down and get my earphone uh, my um, headphones together and I go to watch this documentary and when I tell you I was in tears I was like <laughs> like I was like this is beautiful first of all I love a documentary I love history so it captured so much of you know the story of the the networking and the sisterhood and at a t it was in a time that you know people we couldn't even like go to school but here it is these women are in college and 
you know, coming from a culture where we weren't even able to read, like, it was just, it was just mesmerizing to me. So can you tell us what was your experience like um, when you, like, I guess, crossed over? I don't know, because, you know, I'm not in a sorority. So what is it like to be in AKA? Oh, gosh. Well, I pledged in 2004 when I was in college. Okay. You were at Southern Illinois? Southern Illinois University. You did your research. Look. Oh, she did her research. Uh, So for me, the reason that I knew that AKA was for me, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, for those who don't know. Right, right. Uh, I grew up and remember the women who were AKAs in my community would have these events for the the teen girls. And although I never participated in it, my sister did. And it was like one of those types of events, I think it was like fashionista or something like that, where they would like get dressed up and like, look like wedding gowns and they'd have sponsors and they teach them etiquette and how to dance and like different, like classy, elegant ways of being. And coming from where I came from, I didn't see anyone doing like teaching little black girls how to, you know, be classy women. And that stuck with me. I never forgot that. And so when I went to college, I just knew like, I want to be a part of an organization like that, that is teaching young black girls like how to be women because I didn't have that example. And I just knew, you know? And so I became a part of the organization and we're we're very big on community service. And that was a big reason for me. Also like all the Divine Nine organizations, they're all community-based, service-based. But it was just something about what I personally experienced growing up witnessing the just what they were doing in the community you know for for young black girls and showing them another way of life that always stuck with me and so for me it was just felt like my way of giving back and so when I got finished with college and went back to my hometown and eventually you know after I had been on my own sacred path for quite some time I started going back and I wasn't doing the same thing they were doing but I was like teaching the youth about self-love and self-worth and mindset and teach them how to make vision boards. And I would facilitate these workshops for the girls who were coming in part of these groups that were being organized by AKA. So yeah, it's very community service based and just feels like a great way to give back. Yeah. So it kind of comes in full circle for you. So that's really great. Yeah, I love it. So um, we also talked about all the honorary, uh, AKA though, when I found out, I was like, ooh, y'all got Patty LaBelle. <laughs> so we, we got a lot of good ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to like just have people, you know, work with the community and, you know, look at them for being, you know, great and helping other women, which this is what you do when you want to be a whole new woman all over again. So mm-hmm. tell me, what would you tell? 21 years old cast today. Mm. Your heart will heal. 
Oh, that is beautiful. Your that heart is- will heal. Cause I remember I was, I was very heartbroken and crushed and devastated at what I had been experiencing with my son's father. I was crushed. And that's exactly like your heart will heal. Yes. And I, I totally understand that because I have been there maybe a time or two <laughs> where I thought I was just not going to heal. Like it was never going to be better. You yeah, know? I felt ex- it's ex- It was excruciating. Like I felt like I was dying. I was like, I had never experienced heartbreak like that before. I was like, what is going on in my chest? <laughs> I was like, right, just, right. take this out. <laughs> right. And really- I would just... I would just tell her your heart will heal. And I really wish back then I trusted myself more. I would say that to her too. Like trust yourself. Definitely. Because it's a process and everybody processes that differently. But I know that it's just like if you got a wound right now, if you cut yourself like tomorrow is not going to be healed. You know, it's a process. It takes time yeah. and it eventually will heal. So you have to be kind and gentle with yourself so with that being said ladies and gentlemen we are going to take a brief pause so that we can hear from our sponsors be right back this episode is sponsored by anchor would you like to create your very own podcast well, Spotify has a free user-friendly way for you to broadcast your show. It's called Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to create a podcast. Even a kid like me can use it. Go to anchor.fm and get started today. This is Maddie with Tell Email. Now back to our episode. Well, thank you guys for holding. Now we're about to play our game. And Cass, you have to know that we're going to give you the options. There's no hesitation. There's no concentration. You can't say no or no. You just want to pick one that you really like. So are you ready? Yes. All right. So the first one, it's audio, ebook, hardcover, or paperback? Hardcover. Okay, so the next one is Facebook, Twitter, IG, TikTok, YouTube. Facebook. Facebook. You are a great Facebook creator. You do really well on there. Like, I promise you, as soon as, like, I'm going to check my app, and when I get to Facebook, it's like, boom, 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 boom. (laughs) So, yes, you do. I love it. (laughs) All right, so the next one is yoga, martial arts, cycling, hiking, dance class. Hiking. Yes. Hiking. I was like, "Mm -mm." trauma came from, (laughs) there was this hiking trail at this park. These raccoons would come over the fence from the hiking trail and they ate like whatever we threw in the trash can. So one day there was a birthday party and I saw this raccoon just like sitting on the edge of the trash can with his hands, because, you know, they have hands and they look like black gloves. And he was just, like, casually eating this piece of cake. And I was like, I would never give him the chance to mess me up, so I'm never going to hike it. But it was that particular trail. But by the time I moved out to Denver, and I love every 
bit of it, no matter where we went, I just like love to hike. So yes, I agree with you. Hiking. <laughs> so the next one is Illinois, Florida, Cali, New York City, or out of the country. Oh, you put that out of the country in there. <laughs> That's a trick one. <laughs> I'm going to say out of the country because I believe deep down I got a wanderlust soul. <laughs> do. We all do. Trust me. Like, um, um, the episode before this one is the wonderless woman. And when I tell you, we talked about all things travel and that was our favorite thing to do, of course, but traveling outside of the country is an experience because you get to see these things that are just like unfamiliar. And it's so interesting because you never know what's going on. Like when I'm out of the country, I am the biggest tourist ever. You know, I stick out like a sore throne because I don't know what I'm doing. Definitely can't read the sign, so it takes me a lot longer. I definitely have to go get information. I travel with my son, and when I tell you he was a blessing, he was like, ma'am, the information is right there. Helping <laughs> you out, helping his mama out. I love it. <laughs> we had a good time. We went to Bahrain, um for the first time and it was amazing all right so the last one is coaching motivational speaking book signing book signing i am i like them too but i'm just sometimes i just i get in my head a lot so I, I I really like them. So I just set up a couple for uh, Black History Month. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. But I have um, a poster for my podcast. So that's what I'm working on right now. But yes, book finding it is. So if you don't mind, would you please tell our audience where, where they can connect with you? Yes, I am all over these internet streets, as I say. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I am working on building YouTube and TikTok. And so I'm over there as well. And all my platforms have my name, Cassandra Austin McDonald, spelled with one S. And I also have a free community on Facebook currently called the Empowered Self. And self is an acronym, S period, E period, L is in Lincoln period, F as in Frank period. Okay, so I will spell that out for you guys. That is. C-A-S-A-N-D-R-A-A-U-S-T-I-N-M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. I almost spelled it wrong, but <laughs> our transformative mentor and certified mindset coach. She is the queen of self-care. You guys got to check her out. All right. With that being said, uh, let me read my statement. I'm so sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Self-care is for everyone, and every single one of us needs it. Okay, peace out. Hey, my precious peaches. Thank you so much for listening in to Tell Email. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you tune in from. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review. Follow us on Instagram. 
Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Female Henry. Thanks. Thank you.